0: So. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Upstate.
1: Unconventional.
0: Unconventional.
1: Unconventional.
0: It's unconventional.
1: It is. With your hosts, me, Nik- <laughs> Nikolai, <laughs> and Pepper. Pepper, aka Rosie, or was it Rosie, aka Pepper? It's Rosie, aka Pepper. Okay. Yeah, I don't know.
0: It's still weird to me calling you Rosie on here because we hid that for so long. I know. Like,
1: if people actually knew my real, like, last name, they would think that was a.
0: Joke. I know.
1: Not a joke, but they would think that was a made-up name. I know. Maybe one day. Uh, Maybe one day. It means.
0: Well, kind of ties into our guest that we have on. <laughs>
1: You think we were related.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we have uh Whitney Fox back on around three hundred
1: and four. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, she was on three times before, and then she was on the unconventionals, and now she's back. So this is her fourth, fourth solo. But her isn't
1: t- my first time with her?
0: First time recording with her, yeah. Know. But Smart. I mean, you've obviously talked with her before.
1: Yeah, of but... course. <laughs> We're like soul sisters.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, yeah, this is a really awesome episode. It's and... so
1: great. I love picking her brain.
0: hmm And uh, she's got a class coming out on March 8th and 9th. So I highly recommend everyone sign up for that. Everybody. Everyone. It's on uh, mediumship, connecting with spirit guide. I mean, I've talked to some people that did it the last time. They said it was amazing. She goes into some detail, you know, in this episode about it. And yeah, sign yeah, up.
1: if you. And if you just want a reading with her and stuff like that, just go to her Instagram, go to her link in bio, and uh, you can connect with her there. And I've had so many readings yeah, with her. her, and she's like, spot on and it's so cool because if you guys have listened to my my episodes I've done in spirit guides and things like that I'm very into that stuff and she gives you some great insight as to that subject so I highly recommend hooking up with Whitney
0: yeah go to her website whitneyfoxmedium.com sign up for a class sign up for a reading She's just a cool person. She's we, just
1: she is just, cool. We love her. I mean, yeah. she's like family to us now, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, before we get to the episode, we had we had a winter break and we took a social media break, mm-hmm. which was nice. Mm.
0: Social media blackout.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> I saw that you <laughs> you said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's very necessary to do yeah. that. And uh it was good. It's good for the soul to do it, you know? There's been so much going on.
2: Somebody so much
1: So much information
2: mm-hmm.
1: out there. And I was uh, just feeling very like...
0: You go spiraling downward. Yeah. yeah.
1: It was bringing TikTok me down. TikTok is the devil. A, a lot of... Well, besides that, that that is terrible. But yeah, Twitter's, Twitter's terrible. Twitter's terrible. It's just all neg- negative. So I went on a complete... I, I just blacked You're right. Blacked out Mm -hmm. of social media. We went away Mm -hmm. for a little vacation for February break. And then um, when we came back, I basically streamlined everything. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be on social media where it's going to be like just complete negativity.
0: No, it's terrible. It's
1: too much, too much information, too many sad, crazy things going on. So it's overwhelming overwhelming so yeah a break was much needed
0: Mm -hmm. so uh in this episode we actually talked to Whitney a little bit longer we did a whole like that was about almost 40 minutes talking about homeschooling and stuff at the beginning and uh we we decided to take it out for this episode and we're going to release that as some bonus content an extra episode because it was like kind of like two different completely different interviews yeah talking about her experiences with homeschooling and kind of going through that and you know so we'll release that at a later date but this we wanted to focus on spirit guides and and she goes into how to connect with your spirit and it's a really good episode
1: it's really good and it's perfect after um my episodes that i
0: Mm -hmm. did when are you gonna do part three it's coming it's like recorded. everybody's been asking. I know you got to get. I it get done.
1: messages every day. When's part three coming? I know it's coming. I promise. It's just literally I haven't had the chance to get it down, but I have all the information. Right. And it's gonna be a um, really fun. It's gonna be a really good one. Mm-hmm. I think all of this stuff is fun and informative, and mm-hmm. I love it. So this was a perfect segue.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And, and part three of Lord of the Rings is coming out to people. I know I get messages about it like at least twice a week. Someone will be mm-hmm. like, when's Return of the King? When are you guys going to do that one? And we're, we're I'm working on that with Randy. We're it's in the works. But yeah. uh,
1: I got to say, we've met some really great, interesting people lately, too. Mm-hmm. You and know? We have
0: some good interviews coming up.
1: We really do. So it's exciting.
0: It is exciting.
1: I'm very happy with where things are going. And
0: I like how, like, because we have a couple of interviews recorded, I'm not going to give any information away, but I love when we get like personal paranormal experiences mm-hmm. and then we get like a professional, in, you know, yeah. that can, it just changes it up. a little. It's a good balance.
1: It is a good balance. You
0: know, so enjoy this episode, folks, and sign up for Whitney's class.
1: <laughs> enjoy.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have a fan favorite. Oh, yeah, returning champion. (laughs) We got Whitney Fox back for round. Four,
2: I think <laughs> something like that I, oh. I lost count
0: <laughs> it's round four or five because if we count the the round table we did that yeah so around yeah four. so yeah Whitney how are you tonight
2: well I'm excellent and I'm happy to I'm happy to be with you guys I feel like I'm with family I know doesn't yeah. it feel like that now yes I know so, I love it <laughs>
1: yeah. oh my gosh it's such a pleasure to have you and I know we talk a lot and everything but just having you on our show it still feels like such an honor
2: to have you so Mm -hmm. yeah well an honor to be here honestly honestly you guys and
0: uh the last episode we did your third appearance i think is still like one of our i think it's like the top four episodes we have so seriously
2: yeah so (laughs) yeah
0: so thank you for coming well,
2: back. I can't <laughs> figure that out, but thank you. And <laughs> fun. That's awesome. How fun is
0: that? I love that one.
1: You're wildly popular. The Whitney. shamanic journey
0: with Whitney Fox.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's a title that sucked them in. Uh-huh. Yeah, right? that's yeah. right.
0: It's but very cool. How's things? You're you're out in California, right?
2: California, yeah. yeah. How's
0: it out there? Because upstate New York is pretty calm for the most part, but the city's an absolute nightmare right now yeah we don't go to the city how's how's life out there treating you I
2: I think things have calmed down a lot Mm -hmm. you know there's still a lot of division um you know amongst yeah I I mean I think that was sort of the plan amongst Mm the puppet masters keep them divided keep them controlled Mm -hmm. and they're pretty divided Mm. So uh, politically, I mostly keep my mouth shut unless I, you know, as a family or I know like minded. But um, what I will say on that topic is I think there's a lot of people starting to kind of scratch their head that weren't scratching their head, you know, uh, a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And um, one friend I can think of in particular um we started to kind of go down some topics where we sort of disagreed and i just said a couple things just popped a couple things in the conversation and she just looked at me and she's like i'm going to have to think about that and then she mm-hmm. texted me a couple days later and she's like can we go for a hike and so <laughs> we haven't made that hike yet but i i i don't know i think people are starting to wake up and they they're kind of sleepy heads still though <laughs> so. oh
1: yeah but but i like hearing it it excites me to hear that people are starting to open their eyes a little bit to things yeah you don't and want I mean, that division it's sad for me to see it you know or same. people it's like right in front of your face how do you not see what's happening you know
2: i 100 percent But, you know, one of the times that we talked, Nico, it it was batshit crazy. And on both these coasts, you know, mm -hmm. and so it's probably about like where you're at, you know, it's calmed down a lot, way better, way better. But yeah, um, thank God. Let's just hope it keeps going in that trajectory. Cause the, I I mean, I, today, today I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't look at it anymore. I Mm -hmm. I can't even look at like what I can't go. The aliens are coming now right so the yeah, aliens exactly. are, Yeah. oh gosh <laughs> I know even though they've always been here right 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 is that crazy yeah, yeah. Oh, government
0: my aliens goodness. the fake ones are coming yeah,
2: yeah. and you know it's like it, it's been in the sort of zeitgeist of well when are they gonna when are they gonna play the alien card when are they going to and now they yes. are. are right you stop with this it's so
1: ju- uh, that's what i'm saying it's so juvenile right like we're supposed so to really be like oh no like but
0: that's what i'm saying like they have controlled opposition they have people infiltrating you know the truth community they know we know the plan and they're still sticking with it it's like they didn't try to change it up a little bit like
2: oh my gosh you know,
0: yeah. it's wild it to me be,
2: it will be the thing that actually it uh turns the tide in in a real way
0: i think yeah, so it, it has to get to like peak absurdity you yeah because like yeah. a pandemic you know uneducated people will will really be afraid of that not not even a, just anyone would be scared of that that was a thing that
1: oh no it, i have highly educated people in oh, my family that are petrified still of
2: the oh, what, yeah. what what yeah. happened in the pandemic oh, yeah. and
1: they have did everything they could to protect themselves and mm-hmm. it's blows my mind, you know? So, and these so. are, yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I,
2: I have, I have people... to wonder if the very highly educated have the worst indoctrination because of the, mm-hmm. you know, the master's degree or, you know, they're committed to academia. They so and science, you know, yes. the Um, I think I, I haven't read this, but I've heard this, that uh, it was Werner von Braun who you know the head Nazi scientist that mm-hmm. um, started NASA essentially that he made a statement that the last card they'll play is the alien invasion card
0: mm-hmm. so I
2: don't know I haven't looked that up to verify that but I heard that the other day and I was like of course he, mm-hmm. you know he yep. he even said it that you know yeah. and watch, watch the bullshit artists because they're coming <laughs> for you
0: exactly and what's interesting about him if you look at his gravestone he has I can't remember the exact uh, biblical quote but it, it talks about the firmament and it's oh, like
2: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like did we he put it right there we didn't go to space right in
2: front of our faces. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's talking about it's the firmament
0: and it's like huh
1: mm-hmm. i don't
2: know man but yeah all right
1: and so what, what do you think about the ohio thing
2: what, what's your uh, opinion on that well i was looking at some of it this morning and what i was looking at it was like older posts when it was sort of first happening because i was trying to come up to date on it and as it's, as I'm progressing, then the, uh, you know, cause I was looking at like Twitter posts and stuff and as it progresses, it gets more and more conspiratorial. This yeah. is a terrorist attack, this is, uh, but looking at it, it the, the point that I got to was what was actually on the train. It's a wide variety of weird shit that didn't necessarily jibe with what would travel together. But it would make a perfect toxic explosion if it was derailed. And mm. you know, the, the tinfoil hat in me is just like, well, I mean, this has to be explored. And then all of a sudden there's these other trail uh, train derailments. You know, has there right. been like four, four now? Yeah. I mean
0: There's one in Arizona, South Carolina, Texas. That's it, right. I think there's, there's one, one more t-
1: like four or six in one day the yeah, other day. It it's like, really? six trains derailed in
2: one day gasoline and matches at the same time exactly (laughs) exactly with toxic i mean i i think i think like you think of ohio yeah you know looking at the pictures and the dead fish and although on the other hand um i'm also one of those people that maybe thinks that almost everything is a deep fake and so i have to really so my nephew Uh, is here and he's from Florida and we were talking about the balloon I go was there even a balloon and he's all oh yeah yeah let me show you because he got a picture of the actual balloon once it was over South Carolina so I was like okay okay good I saw somebody I believe's camera so I'm not saying that that's a deep fake but when you you know I have to for me I have to when I'm looking at the dead frogs and the dead fish is is that real you know it does seem like people are starting to come out and say that you know they can't drink their water. And, um, you know, it's just the, and the, and the fact that the press is not covering it barely at all makes me think that, yeah, that shit's going down and right. it's probably really dark.
0: It's, I know some people in Ohio that didn't even okay. hear about it, you know? And it's like, just a couple towns over and they didn't hear anything. So it's like
2: seriously you yeah that's no, my point. So crazy. I guess
0: it's just distraction after distraction. I, I'm I'm kind of leaning towards that it's probably a real thing happening. And okay. that's why but then, I don't know, then they you see the pictures and but, it's like. But I'm
1: hoping that, like you said, when you like the fish are dramatized and stuff like that, I hope that's not real. I think yeah. that there's a lot of bad stuff in the air for us all to breathe, like the children. I can't imagine, like Nico and I were saying, like, they forced our children to wear masks for two years in school. Mm-hmm. And now they're just like, oh, let's just ignore this real Pretend dangerous yeah thing yeah that causes cancer and like god knows what else to our children and us but
2: because let's ignore it narrative. yeah mm-hmm. it's not the narrative right. um but yeah like well, because this government is going to have to own it yeah mm-hmm. if if what if, if there is all these train derailments then you know the secretary of Transportation he's not qualified he's never been qualified that kind of thing then yeah. so it can't make the mainstream because then it's going to make sort of like um little sidebar story uh i live in la very southern tip and uh there was a gang shooting and we we live in a fairly nice neighborhood so uh it was an anomaly uh but it as you know some press came out And first it would like hit the press and, oh, there's been a shooting because it's the narrative about, you know, anti-gun laws or, oh, you know, let's play this up. And so the press came out and all this stuff. And then uh, one of the local news uh, anchor or not anchors, but reporters had uh, randomly picked some lady off the street and starts asking her. And and she goes, oh, yeah, you know, like some of my family members were there. And then she throws up gang signs and then... (laughs) The story was cut everywhere. Oh, my gosh. It was they didn't report it. That day was the only day they reported it is when it was going to be a narrative about a shooting that they could, you know, especially here in California. You know, it was our mayor, our governor. Like, there's a narrative that they're pushing and they don't want you to know about gang shootings, you Mm -hmm. know. So, I mean, it's the same kind of uh, thing as if they can play it up for a certain narrative. Otherwise, you're you're not hearing about it. Mm.
0: Right. Right. I mean, you see it all the time with police shooting and then you find out everyone involved was black or everyone involved was white. And it's like. They drop it, you know what I mean? It, it's it's ridiculous, yeah, but
1: I know. Yeah. Well, you you brought up. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was gonna. I was kind of going to switch gears for a second. Sure. So if you had yep. one more thing go. to say. <laughs> no, let's roll. I wanted to ask you, what do you think about ascension symptoms? Do you think that's oh. a real thing?
2: Oh, interesting question. Um, yes. Okay. I do think that that's a real thing. And I think that it's uh slightly pervasive at the moment. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a, an ascension kind of happening and yeah. maybe that's also what we're seeing. We're seeing, you know, like the NPCs that aren't necessarily ascending or is our culture bifurcating into like smart city versus uh prepper you know like for the two archetypes is like you know the one that's going to get the neural link and you know the people that are just gonna go get chickens instead yeah kind of thing. so is one and is one of those archetypes ascending or are are we bifurcating and what does that feel like so for me personally it feels like the Ascension into what five d maybe we're talking like from three d to five d you've heard this um mm-hmm is there more psychic moments? Is there more uh, synchronicities? Is there more like meetings of people that you're supposed to meet that you have mm-hmm. a like mind with? Um, that seems to be that. rapidly happening yeah. for myself and a lot of people I know. Like, and then there's also uh, the lack of it happening that I'm noticing in people in my life that yeah. uh, that all of a sudden are, and that, so you asked the question is like, do you think that, you know, that, that, the, the, the spike proteins or something or making people dumber or maybe maybe that's it, or maybe that was an attempt to make that happen. And ultimately it'll never work as soon as, you know, us human beings, spiritual beings, you know, miraculous beings, maybe it's, that's not going to hold them down. They're just going to be a little bit behind or something. That's, that's kind of my prayer. Um, so, uh, honestly, I do think that, you know, there's various things like, um, um, even if like before, personally in my life, there'd be uh, ebbs and flows in like spiritual life. Like I'll, I'll do the super spiritual stuff for a while. Like when I was doing all of the ayahuasca and the med- deep meditation retreats and plant- other plant medicines and stuff, as I was leading into that time, there would be various things like um, I just kind of wanted to stop eating meat and mm-hmm. meat and appeal I would just be like, ugh, and I'd eat it and it'd just be too much. And then as that ebbs and flows, then I would go a little too far, spiral out a little too far on some stuff, and I'd be like, oh, I got a ground, I got to come back, and then be in, you know, uh, more entrenched in making money and being a physical here in the physical, and you know, getting the monk in the muck and mire, maybe even like flipping off somebody when I'm driving, <laughs> you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. more me <BS laughs> or whatever. <laughs> um, so, I, but now at the age that I'm at, I've uh, come to realize that that's a natural ebb and flow you know, to, because we all know the people that are way too spun out and that you yeah. can't even have a conversation with them. And then we also know the people that might frequent, you know, a dive bar every night and yeah. have, have that experience where they're throwing elbows and stuff. Right. Um, I'm just trying to illustrate the two things. Like somewhere in the middle is the balance, but like mm-hmm. in all of our lives, like i, I you can probably relate. sometimes you're feeling yes. a little more spiritual than other times. absolutely, perfectly natural. and I don't think there's really anything wrong with it. So mm-hmm. so if we're sort of all cycling up to a new sort of vibration, then I, I feel like that's what it kind of looks like. Mm. You're like. okay, having some high cycles happening, maybe a few more, maybe actually having some, you know, telepathic or slash you know, psychic moments or a desire to like, learn more about that kind of thing. Start picking up more of those books, you know, Mm -hmm. having, you know, I, I personally can relate diet to it somehow because, you know, if, if you've ever fasted, if you've ever done a a one day, two day, three day, seven day, if you've ever done like a real hardcore fast, you do start to become a little untethered from the material. So if you're, you know, if you're sort of following your intuition, I think that's, and then, you know, like we've talked before Nico, for sure, like, uh, you know, the, talking about like the shamanic life, shamanic experience, reading the plants and animals and the weather and that kind of thing, those things tend to ra- ramp up at the same time, or maybe you're just, you know, because you're of a, of a lighter mind at the moment, then, then yes, more hummingbirds come around and that kind of thing. You're raising yeah. the vibration. So, um, with Like the mediumship work and stuff, it I'm for sure more on fire when I'm in the um in the sort of zone where things are more spiritual, but then but then sometimes it becomes too much for me and I, I'll get the shakes and I'll get lots yes. of blood sugar drops and stuff and I'll be like, I need to eat a steak, <laughs> yes, know, right? I need a nice glass of red wine and a steak. Yeah, you got to you know, ground you gotta- yourself with the food,
1: yeah. that's yeah. how I am too. Uh, I yeah. relate it to diet, like you, we have a lot of similarities you and I we
2: do even in like personal life stuff for sure we really
1: do and it's like kind of like a mirror looking at you you a little bit yeah Um,
2: and and a frequency thing yes totally yeah Yeah.
1: and um uh, but I do the same thing with food I'll go through these periods when I'm I do, and I have these like spiritual moments. I call it my calling to do certain things, and I start to meditate, or I have to, uh, you know, walk and be in nature more and just connect with like my angels or spirit guides. And I I get, you know, that I'm like all crystalled up, and then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I'm floating in it on air, right? Yeah, because I'm just like eating raw carrot salads (laughs) and like you know drinking green juice, and I'm like. Now I'm taking Epsom salt baths and where, you know, right. black obsidian and just like you said, having a nice glass of red wine and a good, you know, steak.
2: Right, yeah, you do.
1: And, and sometimes you have to go through, like, I want to tell people too, like spirituality is not uh, like pretty, you know, like or going, going it's, through it is not a pretty. Job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see a lot of darkness when you're growing. And oh, I, totally. that that's okay. Especially in
2: yourself. Yeah. <laughs> very shadowing. much. Yes. Yeah.
1: Wow. Like I've learned so much about myself and things that I'm like, ew. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a huge growth that I can look at myself now, because I think before I'd kind of be like in denial and now, I don't look at yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I'm not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge growth. For me. It and is I'm proud of myself that I got there, you know? Yeah.
2: Well, uh, there'll be another one though. Like, Oh, I know I'm you not, get, you'll yeah, hit a new plateau and then you'll be like, Oh, I'm at the bottom starting over. Uh, yes. but it's, uh, it's like a, it, well, it's the wheel, right? So yep. you come around on the wheel, but you are at a higher plateau than you were the last time. Yeah. It's just that there continues to be higher and higher plateaus to there, So there's a, I wish I could like give you the exact quote, but um, it's something Buddha said. Of course, um, it's it, it, it's to the effect of like, yes, you can sit on the mountaintop and you can meditate, you know, twenty hours a day, and and you can be as a, a spiritual being constantly, but at some point you have to put what you've learned into practice so you have to go out in the material 3d realm and experience yourself as someone with compassion someone who has forgiveness experience you giving unconditional love like you can learn all these spiritual enlightened concepts but unless you get down in the mud <laughs> you can't express yourself as that person so it's useless in a way here in in these bodies walking around in meat suits and stuff like what oh, absolutely we're, yeah. so that's the way i kind of look at it yeah and that can be applied to so, that's, so much that's stuff a great way mean, to look like at it. if you're a great artist
0: and you never share your art with the world i mean it's like it can be right. applied to anything if you're a researcher but you don't share your research like what's mm-hmm. the point then what is, mm-hmm. the, what point? is the point yeah, you know? yeah.
1: No, well, that's a great way to look at it, definitely. And yeah, it's all these lessons. Oh my goodness, one after another, and it's it doesn't it doesn't end, and it never gets easier. No, I mean, it but does. it's just I think you just get
2: more experienced and more prepared. I think, yeah, you can predict a little more, and yeah, then sometimes predict that it's just going to be unpredictable and let go, let God kind of thing. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: definitely. Yeah. And yeah. I think your faith. Like I, I'm a very faith oriented person okay. with angels and spirit guides that in that, that way, you know, I believe in God, but I don't know if it's a God or a goddess, you know, I'm um, but yeah, it's like my faith has grown, grown stronger, the older I get to, and the more I experience yeah, these things. Proof. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah lo- I love it. I, I mean, I love yeah. it, you know, it's, but it's it's definitely, like I said, I, I, people need to understand it's when, when you see people that are just constantly always like, Oh, it's so wonderful. Like it's that's it's not, so don't feel yeah. bad if you don't always feel that way. Absolutely.
2: Because, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like anything else. You kind of start the cycle over You've, or for me is when I do start to get too much into the that I know the things I got to do, you know, mm-hmm. I got to do some, I got to yes. do some cleansing. I got to do longer meditations. I got to, you know, uh, honestly, this is so dumb, but it may be, and maybe everybody does this is, um, one of the like quickest, easiest ways to raise my vibration is to dance, just put on music and dance. Me. Like, favorite song. It yes. sounds so dumb, no. but That's why the shamans dance. That's why they do it. That's why they dance, why they play the drum, why they play the flute. He is raising the vibration of the room, the frequency, raising frequency. So that's what I
1: do too, Whitney.
0: Yeah. I I do frequently. And she's dancing to, you know, grateful dead or she's rocking out.
1: It's my thing. That's how I always connect. And so that's funny that you say it's always in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs)
2: it's a good place it's a good dance floor right
1: (laughs) it's a good dance floor and then yeah and then it's always dancing to kind of get me there and feel it because it is it's like i i feel so connected in so many ways and now that you say like that's what the you know shamans do and stuff like that and um it's a beautiful thing really i i remember going on a yoga retreat once and we had a shaman so so is a woman shaman still a shaman or is there another
2: uh you know that well finish your story and then i'll say it okay about names okay
1: right so she was there and she was awesome and she was like gave us all these instruments and we were like in a field you know with like flowery dresses on and we're just like dancing and it was just like the best feeling in the world so connected and like it felt so amazing.
2: So yeah. Um, the shaman, I'll just call him a shaman. Mm-hmm. I, there's probably lots of people in your audience that know this, but I, I guess, cause I'm no expert, but the word shaman comes from the, you know, the medicine men of Siberia. Mm-hmm. The, so it's, I think it's a umbrella phrase for, um, medicine people, healers, yeah. curanderos, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So I don't know that there, if, if there is even any female, shamans in Siberia I think they're primarily men but um I you know I say we just call it whatever we want you know what we're talking about I know what Mm -hmm. you're talking about lady shaman um you know uh that I did um I participated in a um bufo frog DMT ceremony um over the summer which was very very deep and she called herself a priestess and indeed she was like Mm -hmm. new or shit and a very powerful lady you know called her you know so i i maybe it's yeah it was it was but um so uh and with that i mean that those are the shaman's tools is um you know music dance singing uh chanting Mm -hmm. uh, all of those things and medicines teas and fasting and uh, um what I was going to say is a shaman, uh, the first shaman, the like real powerful one I worked with for a long time with the medicine and stuff, he would do some uh, trance dancing with us. Mm. So he'd have us put on blindfolds and out in the desert. And then he would just put on, you know, like amazing dance music and make sure everybody was spaced and just yeah. let go.
1: Wow. Super-
2: Whole experience. And so then um we never did it, but he you could go, you can go online and you can find trance dancing, and you're gonna find groups of people that at big halls they just blindfold dancing, and it, it's pretty wild. You get like the whirling dervishes, you know, like yeah. said that they would get into a trance state from the uh spinning, right? So there is kind of something like that, it's very hypnotic because you can't see anything, but your body begins to do this intuitive movement it's it's pretty wild so um very shamanic that's
1: beautiful i i love that because i think there's so much with movement and
2: mm-hmm.
1: meditation like you don't have to sit there and
0: what are you doing today qigong qigong, qigong. qigong. i'm getting yeah. into
2: qigong oh yeah yes. well and, i mean originally yeah. yoga uh, yeah you know before it became like you know <laughs> you know uh you know, a trendy, trendy white girl thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, yeah. So I've had some very interesting experiences, not all the time, but a few with yoga, you yeah. know, like all of a sudden just start bawling kind of thing. Oh yeah. Lulini you know, yoga. And you know, there's the, the mind body connection is intense and powerful. I don't think we know the half of it.
1: Nope. Until you experience a little bit of it, you just mm-hmm. don't, you can't even grasp it, but yeah, I, My body, it's so funny because I did yoga for so many years. My body's not, just not calling me to it anymore.
2: Mm -hmm. But I, I, yeah, I Mm -hmm.
1: want some movement, but I can't, the yoga thing, I'm just not, I'm I'm not there. Um, And I can't sit and meditate right now. So dance is Mm -hmm. really important to me. And I, like I said, I started researching Qigong. And I started doing it and it's cool because
2: there's still movement, but it's so. It's focusing on your chin. Right. You know, like that's some real star Wars stuff right there.
1: I felt very cool doing it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm watching like this, like young, beautiful shaved head monk, like doing these moves. And it's like, whoa, like, you know, so I'm like entranced with what he's doing and I'm doing my thing. And like, And every move is like called something after an animal. Like Mm -hmm. this is the horse washing itself or the circling bear. And I just thought it was so cool. So I'm going to practice that. Well,
2: I mean, also, if you think about that, you know, some of the medicine dances, you know, like the eagle dance, stuff like that. Like they literally look like eagles when they're Mm -hmm. dancing, you know, Mm -hmm. whether they had the feather dresses on or not, you know, there's something about the movement. So you're essentially kind of channeling the great eagle or the horse or something. And so that's essentially where the chi comes from. Like, where does that come from? And if you're slow enough in your movements and, and deliberate enough, you have to think about where that's coming from. Right. That's, you know, like I said, that's some Obi-Wan Kenobi stuff. You know, <laughs> the force.
1: That's cool. Uh, it's cool. So I'll let you know how that this journey goes for me. For sure, yeah, yeah. I'm really, Absolutely. I'm really excited about it. But um, I know we were talking about like you you brought up hummingbirds before, and we haven't. An, so I've always had owls. That mm-hmm. wherever I've lived, there's always been an owl in my in my backyard. My whole life, there's wow. always an owl. And okay. we moved here mm-hmm. last summer, mm-hmm. and we had an owl in our backyard, and he went away for the like the winter and I okay. was like panicky because yeah. I was like what's going on where's my owl yeah and it's it was I mean it's been like months right
0: yeah since like the end of October yeah, yeah.
1: and I was like because every morning I hear him mm-hmm. making doing his noise and this morning he came back yeah. <laughs> and I was so happy I like woke Nico up at like you know six I was like my owl's back
2: mm-hmm. I'm so what excited. What do you want to bet? He he's got a Mrs. Owl with him. You might start so. hearing the two hoots. You That'd know? be so cool. That might have been where he went. Um, Maybe, yeah, uh, probably. You know, if if you want, if you're um, suspend disbelief down the spirit into the spirit animal realm, the great spirit of the owl may be one of your guides. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, I mean, our Western culture thinks that that's all. You know bs or you know, fairy tale uh, but there's many c- cultures around the world that d- definitely do not mm-hmm. you know, yeah. believe deeply in the great the spirit animals oh and- i love
1: that topic and i love that subject and i do think the owl is definitely one of my spirit yeah. guides um, or, yeah,
2: i love the owl so i don't know i'm going to show you a painting. yeah let's see right there can you see oh it?
1: look at yeah. that
2: that's oh it's beautiful <laughs> I've painted a few owls, but that one kind of sits right here. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, anyway, I love the owls too and have had very interesting experiences. And I'm sure you've heard that like um, there's some belief that like, you know, our visitors from other realms can cloak themselves as owls. And mm-hmm. I love that topic because yes, um, what's going on there. Um, I had a really interesting experience. I was really sick this year. I hardly ever get sick. And, and I was on my own. Uh, my husband had gone out of town, just whatever. And, um, I was having this dream I, the windows were open and I, I, I was having this dream that there were fairies in my backyard and I, I dreamed I was like lay- It was semi lucid sort of. So I was laying in the bed and I was, I, I was having this dream that there was all these fairies doing all this stuff in my backyard. And I've got like this sort of perfect for fairies backyard. And, and, um, all of a sudden in, and then there was now, And I could hear the owl in the dream. And then all of a sudden I could hear a crying baby. And then that woke me up. I'm like a crying baby. And so I'm awake and then I'm awake and I still hear the crying baby. And so then I start freaking out. I'm like, what the actual, is there a crying baby? I would not, I don't like the houses are far enough away that that shouldn't have been. Right. So then I recorded it. I just like, first thing I could do is like open my camera and I was just going like this and videotaping so you could hear two different owls going hoot, hoot, and then this crying baby go Wah! and so um shortly after that I did a project for a guy that's an environmental uh, biology teacher and I played it for him he goes oh that's a baby screech owl they sound just like a crying baby no and so way the weird part for me was that I was having these dreams about owls and fairies in my backyard yeah yeah it was wild that's so-, so cool So anyway, then not too long after that, I saw one of the screech owls. um, Oh, you did. Yeah, they come around. So there's a family now, which is why I said to you that your your owl might be maybe disappeared for a bit to go find a mate and bring her back.
1: Oh, I hope so. That's so (laughs) cool. So if you hear a crying
2: baby, depending. I don't know if all baby owls sound like baby, uh, you know, but human babies, which was also very like surreal and strange. Yeah, you know? That is strange. So, yeah. That would have freaked me out. Yeah. That totally <laughs> would have freaked me out. Like, it's a demon out there. Yeah. Don't oh, go It there. did. Especially my husband being out of town and everything. Yeah. And, like, it was like Seth wasn't, my son wasn't home. And so, so it was, and plus I was sick, you know, those like, oh uh, yeah. Heck, and I'm like, uh. Right. You know, like, oh God. <laughs> why is this
1: happening now there's a baby back there and i can't even move (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i know there's always something with birds and
2: me and birds and the connections with birds and like you know they're good messengers i've heard this from other people other people that are into the animals that something about being airborne and closer to the other realms and they're great Mm -hmm. messengers that's what i believe it's easier for them somehow
1: yeah, because I they can
2: literally come to you where kind of hard for a horse to come to your back window but yeah, it's right. for a blue Jay.
1: Yeah, that would be a little difficult. Right.
2: How would it, how would one
0: tr- uh, go about like connecting with their spirit guide? Do you do anything to help people with that or
2: uh, I do? Yeah, yeah. So um, a few people, you know, took a workshop I did back in. <laughs> excuse me. I think I did it in November, did a mm-hmm. mediumship workshop. I'm going to do another one next month and um part of it we did like a a trance type meditation to meet uh your guides but you don't necessarily need somebody to walk you through it you can even find recording you know uh, you can even find like um uh podcasts or something that could walk you through meet your spirit guides it wouldn't be hard to find like i know like the uh Monroe institute has a, a some but essentially if you're on your own if you um one shamanic way to do it is uh, when you do any journeying with um, shamanism, uh, an easy way to do it is a, uh, a put on a drum track, a syncopated uh, drum track that's just a you know, that's a, that's boring enough that you sort of focus on the drum sound. It, it, it'll it put, put you slightly in an altered state if you do mm-hmm. it long enough, 10 minutes or so. And when you're in a slightly altered state, picture either going down in the ground, down in a cave, or picture going, you know, to the what's called the lower world in shamanism, or the upper world. Climb a tree, climb some stairs, do something visually to take you Mm -hmm. to a place until you feel like you've gotten there, wherever you feel. If you're deep enough, if you're high enough, and there's there's really no like. There's no difference between the worlds, meaning one's not negative and one's positive. They're just, it's more typical to meet for whatever reason, meet spirit animals in the lower realms and, and spirit guides in the upper realms. I haven't always had that experience. I've kind of met both and both, Mm -hmm. but as you get there go with an intention. It's always, you know, obviously about your intention uh, is say you've chosen the upper world and you keep climbing until you're up in this a realm where you feel like you're in the upper world and you put the request, I'd like to meet a spirit guide. It um, for me, and I think a lot of people, it is easier to have someone guide you through this process mm-hmm. because especially if you've never done it before, whether it's, you know, someone like me or, or someone on a recording, um, it, you don't always need the drum track that can help. You know, if, if let's say I was facilitating this for you, we wouldn't have a drum track. I would just take you into a somewhat hi- hypnotic trance. And then you the, essentially what you're focusing on is my voice instead of the drum track. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I made that clear. If you're on your own, a drum track is great. If you're being guided, then it's the voice that, uh, yeah. um, takes you there. And, um, you know, with leading people through that, I would say I've probably had about a pretty high percentage rate of, of people that have an experience and feel really connected to the experience. And then there's others who are just like, I saw nothing. I saw nothing. Mm-hmm. All, all I saw was black. I couldn't get, so, you know, it. and, and then also I will say that I've also had led people that got nothing the first time, something the second time. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it is about, your personal intention. And if you can focus, sometimes you can focus, sometimes you're not relaxed enough. Sometimes you have too many expectations. You're placing too much. You're trying too hard. You're overthinking it. Yeah. And, um, and maybe your, um, your general demeanor during the day is not right in the right spot. Mm -hmm. You know, um, also, by right i don't mean necessarily spiritual cuz it could also be you're having a terrible day but then have a powerful experience with something like this or the opposite you're having a a beautiful day and just nothing's coming so um so with if if we were talking spirit animal stuff the way it's i don't i don't want to say the rules but i think that um, I've heard this many times and been instructed so in like um, shamanic courses and stuff is that when you're uh, looking for the animal, you may have many animals come your way. And it's, if an animal comes your way three times, then you can kind of say, okay, this is the animal. And if you're, if you're deep enough and you've received deeply, it's, it's, usually not something you expect. You're like, mm-hmm. I really love cats and I got a monkey. You know, it's, <laughs> it's because uh, they come for various reasons. Their energetic purpose is, and is it really the spirit of a monkey? I mean, be your own shaman and decide for yourself. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think it is the great spirit of the animal and their attributes that they bring to to you, like, like any avatar. So if you're praying to, the blessed mother, Mary, then she's got her attributes that she's bringing, you know, to, to, into your life, energetically speaking, you know, if you're going to Ganesh, you know, Mm -hmm. then, then that deity slash archetype slash, you know, sort of like when you're reading tarot cards, there's certain archetypes and things that move forward and they present themselves through your subconscious mm. to teach you, you know, your subconscious is your higher self essentially. And it knows what, you know, uh, little pepper needs. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That's, that's what all the big Whitney, little Whitney, that the little one, little Whitney is walking around with her ego and her, she needs to make dinner tonight and her car. and her, <laughs> she, mm-hmm. But, you know, bigger Whitney is the one that understands everything. And yep. she knows what it's time to, bring in and integrate in this ego life, in this ego's life experience. So the spirit animal is the same. And then the spirit guides as well. In fact, I believe that I have a spirit guide that doesn't always manifest looking the same or even acting the same, but I do think that it's the same sort of outside energy for myself. Could it be my higher self? Could be, Um, or it might literally be just a guide, like perhaps the owl, you know, comes and watches over you for your whole life. It's like, just manifests in this way. So it can let you know you're there in a non-scary, non-threatening way. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. Because I was going to ask you, because I've never been able to visualize it. I've set intentions. I've done the stuff. I've never really gotten an animal from that, but I've had possums, opossums show up all over the place from our house that we lived in when i was growing up to just recently we've had one under our grill like the possum jumps up everywhere and i'm i started thinking when i'm like is the possum my spirit animal because they're all over the place like i, I run yes. into them constantly and it's like okay.
1: and like i never see that i right. never see so, it yes so, Yeah. So
2: the answer is yes 100 <laughs> percent because they will manifest in the physical for sure, if they're not getting your attention otherwise. And then, um, also you can have many spirit animals. Mm -hmm. So I do think here in the West, we're hung up on, wow, my one spirit animal is a possum. It's what I tend to think is that the possum will come to teach you something may stay with you as a general, um, and, uh, uh, I had a joke with the first uh, shaman I was working with that w- we should put together a book and call it the care and feeding of your spirit animal, <laughs> because <laughs> like they'll stick around if they're teaching you something, if you uh, give them attention, if you put up a picture of them or you carry one in your wallet. So off the top of my head, the possum has a lot of attributes. Um, One of its most famous attributes is playing dead, right? So it might be showing you that sometimes it's okay to withdraw and just go inside and stop. Mm -hmm. That's Mm. my first one. The other one is they've got a prehensile tail, so they can hold on to things where other people have to let go. And then they're a marsupial, so they carry their children close to them. Their their children uh, travel on their back, so the possum may be coming to talk to you about fatherhood and the kind mm-hmm. of father you are, you want to be that kind of thing. So when that spirit animal energy comes in, you kind of think about how they live their life on this planet and mm-hmm. what, what it's possible that your subconscious, it, it might be too, that your subconscious is noticing the possum more because it's trying to tell you these things and bring in this energy in your life. Right. Does that make sense? No, it
0: makes 100% sense. And I didn't take it as a negative thing at all. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, the I got a possum. No, but it was just like, I, I sometimes I'm so dense, and I think too much. So it's like, I feel like things have to manifest for me in the physical sometimes to slap me like, in the face. And I, I just thought one day and I was like, I've had possum experiences my entire life, like, going back to yeah. like being a little kid, they would just show up everywhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so yeah, I, and I what, a,
2: uh, what a nice combination for parents, the owl and the possum. <laughs> I mean, I think that's <laughs> just beautiful because mm-hmm. they've got such different and, you know, I, I had a friend and he, his was a cricket, you know, he's mm-hmm. just somehow connected. And I think uh, my, the spirit of the cricket is coming through and telling me some stuff. Wow. So it's, which is, uh, <clears throat> I think it's one of the reasons where in like, quote shamanic schools, they say you shouldn't tell anybody who your spirit animal is. And and I think that's sort of rooted in people will maybe spin have it an or ego whatever. about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my spirit animal's a tiger. It's always been yeah. a tiger. Well yeah. you might like tigers, but that might not be the right. the energy that's coming through to try and teach you at the moment or guide literally guide you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Through the steps in life. So if if all of this is true, or if there's part of it that's true, when you have an issue, have a problem, when you're going through a hard time in life, something, you can consider how would a possum deal with this? Would they retreat? Would they attack? Would they? What would an owl do? You know, an owl. owl has obviously lots of interesting attributes, the wisest of the wisest. And also they're a very stealthy hunter. So, and their eyesight is impeccable and they also travel at night. You know, there's mm-hmm. all these things that you just go, wow, okay, well, maybe, maybe my most creative time is at night. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Or maybe the time to study is at night, or, or these kind of things that mm-hmm. your the things that your conscious mind isn't picking up. Your subconscious might be bringing forward with this tool. It's just a tool. Gotcha. If that makes mm-hmm. any sense? Yeah. No,
0: that makes mm-hmm. perfect sense. And then I had another question, kind of jumping ship a little bit, but about the tarot and when I I've kind of recently gotten really into it and I'm doing a lot of like intuitive readings with it and just like with the Rider weight you know standard deck and I have a bunch of other ones that I use too but like I sometimes will look at a card I try not to read the meaning of it from the little white book or look it up mm-hmm. online I'll get like a completely different reading from the same card multiple different you know what I mean it's almost mm-hmm. like I'll look at it and it's like, oh, I see this this time or I'll see this this next time or, you know.
2: Right. That's that's what I do, too. OK. Early so, on, I did the spreads and the, you know, uh, the meanings and stuff. And I think there that is somewhat helpful when you're first kind of starting mm-hmm. and. I don't know this to be true, but I think uh, a lot of tarot readers do just that same thing. Pretty soon the cards speak to them in a different way. And so mm-hmm. I don't do traditional spreads. I'll lay out a group in a pattern that's my own, of my own making. And then the uh, the combination mm-hmm. also speaks in a certain way. I'll be like, oh, these two together or these five together, This I'm getting this. And then mm-hmm. also other times I'll just stare at the card and I'll notice things in the card i'll let my um uh intuition look at things that i haven't noticed before and then i'll and then i'll that'll start a down a whole path of thinking and thought which will bring up other stuff and then once in a while throw another card in there and picked at random instead of the top you know so everybody's got their way of doing it and i know people get a lot out of the spreads you know the cross celtic cross the all the stuff you know mm-hmm. um but uh i i'm totally with you um i'm just going to turn my heater up a little bit yeah mm-hmm. it's california and it's
1: freezing <laughs> <laughs> Wait for spring it's, it's amazing so, yeah. the the reads that he's doing now i'm really in awe
0: and i do really. uh I, I incorporate dice in it, too, to keep it oh. completely random, you know, like, I don't because I'm always trying to prove some, it's just this like mental block I have, like I want it, but I'll throw a dice and it just the card is like exactly what it needs
2: to be. And it's like, isn't that wild? It's freaky. It <laughs> it's is be really kind of freaky. freaky. Um, um anyway. There's probably people in your audience that are thinking that they're evil, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you know, because i thought that way I, I mean yeah a lot of people did but mm-hmm. um if you have evil intent then sure right <laughs> anything can be evil
0: right mm-hmm. yep. thought Yeah. thought crystals were summoning <laughs> yeah. the devil i thought every and now i'm yeah. got a billion of them sitting around but no it just really if is you have crazy. a
2: love based heart and you're coming from a place of service then it's it's just another tool mm-hmm. uh, so that, you know, I think that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow because of programming, mm-hmm. oh, but yeah. I mean, it's, I've been called a witch. How many times have I been called a witch? And, you know, when I was going through the tough time that you guys, it was similar, oh, yeah. I, you know,
1: <laughs> Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> these people said about me, you know, but, um, you know, you gotta be your own shaman. You gotta be your own teacher about those intuitive arts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the tarot is powerful. It's, it's been around a long time for a reason. Mm-hmm. Those archetypes are, um, you know, the fool card is my favorite card for a reason. Cause that's you, that's me. That's the fool's journey. That's the hero's journey. It's mm-hmm. very powerful stuff. Very um, useful in that path of getting to know thyself mm-hmm. too. Cause everyone's a mirror. So when you read for others, then you can relate to those things that you see for them and reflect it on yourself and uh, sort of like the buddha coming down off the mountain and expressing what he's learned mm-hmm. kind of thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's really cool. I just uh, it blows my mind and I'm like glad I have like a witness sometimes cuz it's like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> could, what are yeah. the odds that this would happen this way? You know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's right. really
2: Well, remember, you know, it's not the cards it's you. Right. These are just a a a, a prompt right. for mm-hmm. an
0: extension. To,
2: yeah. Which is very interesting about the dice. So that was an intuitive call on your part too. You was like, "No, I need dice in here." Mm-hmm. And so, what the next thing you might need an eagle feather. Who knows? <laughs> right. Whatever it is, bring it in. <laughs> and that's the that's that's a shaman. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Now he's yeah, before he's, we know it, remarkable. You know, medicine,
2: yeah, no. medicine bag around your neck with. All
1: <laughs> <I know>, right.
0: <laughs> I'm working on being a wizard, so that's that's yeah. the path I'm taking, but. Just so, a different hat. It's yeah, the same. exactly, exactly.
1: So, so your class, Whitney, coming up. Do you have to have joined the first class?
2: You know what? This one? Thank you for saying that because I just looked at it the other day. I was like, oh, that kind of sounds like it's the because it is the second one, but it's not. It you don't have to have done the first one. So I'm gonna okay. make another post and and just not say anything about it being the second one, even though it is. But for mm-hmm. sure, beginners never done it before know nothing about it. Weren't there at the last one. Uh, like uh, what we're going to do all fresh stuff. So um, yeah. Can you explain you to- a little yeah. bit? Oh my
1: gosh, I really want to do it. And can you just explain a little bit just so our listeners can hear too, like what you're going to be offering? Okay. The-
2: yeah, for sure. So um, it's going to be two nights. Um, I think it's the 8th and 9th of March. Um, and uh, in that process, we'll uh, get together. I'll talk a little bit about mediumship, a little bit about, you know, spirit guides, that kind of thing. Um, but really what I want to do is, is um, get to the meat of things and walk you guys through some exercises with partners. So um, once we're in a very relaxed state, walk you through a med- uh, meditation, get everybody, get the pump prying, uh, uh, if you will, um, then I'll, um, it's via Zoom. And so put every, put couples, pairs, I should say, into breakout rooms with a prompt. And so um, a prompt, one of the prompts might look like um, uh, something like um, uh, feeling. We'll, we'll talk about clairsentience and I'll say, so uh, in this particular exercise, sit with your partner and uh, take about 10 minutes each and tell, just tell them what you're feeling in your body. That's it. Do you feel, how does your knee feel? Is it cold? Is it warm? Are you getting tingling anywhere? And so clairsentience oftentimes sort of comes through our physical bodies first. And so we might feel something in our gut. I'm like, oh, my heart's kind of pounding. Mm -hmm. And so this is a way to start breaking into the possibility of your sitter, the other person's loved ones coming around. So if we're talking about learning mediumship, we might start with, okay, let's ask our loved one that's coming in male or female? Um, How did they pass or something like that? So if that first exercise would be really mellow just to start warming you up, how do you feel? And so with feeling, you'll be surprised. You'll be like, all of a sudden, you know what? My back kind of hurts a little bit, or, or, um, I'm, I'm getting a little pressure in my head. And so you just tell the other person and then kind of see, get a little feedback on that. And if the prompt is to try and uh, connect with a a loved one on that side, then that would be the specific prompt. But if it's just, just try and connect with your partner, see what they're feeling, how their day was. And that's, that's an early good exercise because, um, even feeling into another person's energy, um is the beginning of mediumship it's just mm-hmm. energy on one side of the veil or this side of the veil or that side of the veil so it's very surprising you know once in a while when you're let's say we started with a clairsentience all of a sudden you might get some imagery with it you might say something like um gosh like i'm seeing stocks of corn you know and then your partner's like oh, i planted corn this morning <laughs> <laughs> and then it's that feedback that you start to go Oh, that's how that feels. And that's where we're really trying to get at is so inside your own sort of mythology of learning to, to be more, um, uh, psychic. Um, it, 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 it only, you know, how it feels only, you know, how, it, how, what, what that feeling, that wave that came over you or what you saw in your third eye, only, you know, so really it's, To teach someone mediumship is more to lead them to teach themselves, but it's Mm -hmm. that environment, you know. So it's uh, and it and and also a uh, open-minded, non-judgmental environment. So the person that you're working with, you know, it's also
0: there to learn too.
2: (laughs) There to learn, and Mm -hmm. you know, even if it's not been my experience at all, that someone that is farther down the road is judgy. You know, they Mm -hmm. know exactly because it's such a subtle art that even if that, you know, you've have a lot of experience with it, you've never worked with this person before. And so picking up people's energy and stuff like that. So um, that's a bit of an example of how it'd be. So that that's also why the the last one I did was three nights. And I felt like maybe three nights was just a little too much unless everyone was very, very experienced and just wanting to dig deeper and deeper. But it's not that i felt like anybody lost interest but two nights i think is the sweet spot couple mm-hmm. hours we it's it's uh, set for 2 hours i think but you know if you want st- to what i did last time is if you want to stay we can keep working for another half hour kind of thing mm-hmm. but if everybody's tired because it can be a little taxing on your mm-hmm. energy field i guess is the best way to put it like you need to eat after <laughs> i don't know i don't know why it's just sort of a known thing as you kind of you do start to raise your vibration mm. and when you bring it back down, you kind of need some juice or something. Yeah, you know. It's kind of, it's kind of, it gets kind of long. You know, that's I think typically why readings go about an hour is that's, when your energy st- you kind of need to re- bring it back up or whatever but yeah. um yeah so um also you know if anybody that's listening or you guys just want to shoot me a question about it you know for sure let let me know and if it's if you think about it cuz I'll I'll be doing another one probably in the later spring so if it's not this time the next time or mm-hmm. whatever so um yeah and I will say um the more the merrier because it, the more people are there, the more strangers essentially. Mm -hmm. And like the last one, I knew a few people knew each other. And so I really tried to put people with people that they didn't know. So they were loaded with information. So the more, the the more, the better. Um, That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love that.
0: Yeah. And where can they reach out to you if they want to sign up?
2: Uh, Okay. So my website is uh, whitneyfoxmedium.com. And then I have an Instagram, and it's um, TricksterFox7 at, uh, at Instagram. And then I'll just give you my email too, because not everybody is uh, on Instagram or whatever. But um, my email is WhitneyFox44 at Gmail. So just shoot me a note, shoot me a you know a message, and um, you know if, if anybody has any questions, like it'd be, it'll be fun. Yeah. I think everybody had a great time last time, you know. So. Um, And I sure did. I had a great time. Yeah. No, I'm
0: sure some listeners will definitely.
1: And I can speak from experience having readings with Whitney, how unbelievable and enlightening they were for me. Like, I'll just never forget that, you know, and I can't wait for another one coming in the future. Um, But wow. Like you're so, I don't know. It's just your thing. You know, I feel so comforted when you're doing it and Um, so much trust in you and you're the real deal.
2: Oh, well, thank you for saying that. Yeah, you you Um are. You know, honestly, I'm I'm also just a like a, a dumbass sometimes. You know, like <laughs> just like everybody else, there'll be days where I'm like, yeah, that happened. I got confirmation, and I've helped some people, and and I connected, and I said things that I could not have known. Like there's that hat, and then there's the other hat where I'm just you know get insecure about whatever. You know, or oh yeah. Whatever the problem is, so uh, I think yeah. that that's also important, like especially for people trying to learn it, you yeah. Know, because because people are just like, oh, well, I'm not special. I'm not, I'm not special. I just am interested, and, yeah. And feel like being in service in that way is super badass. Oh, it you know? is. So when it when it happens, like I'm like, wow, you know, it's I'm, amazing that made a difference in somebody's life. That rocks. Yeah. I really did. I mean, even
1: we were having such an issue with the little guy, uh, what, like last year. And I talked to you maybe a year and a half now, and uh, he was having bad headaches, bad headaches. And I said to you, what do you think? And you said, you got to check is it dairy? I think it's dairy. I think it's dairy. And we didn't really do it. We didn't really get into it. And wouldn't you know it? It's dairy.
2: dairy.
1: Oh my gosh. Wow. It's dairy. Here I'm thinking it's the worst case scenario. I mean, like the worst. Right. And yep. It's, it was dairy. That's what gives him headaches. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're dairy free. We're gluten free. Oh, we're free of it all. (laughs) Feeling great. And he's feeling great. You know, that's amazing. And yeah. But so that was just, you know, there's so many other things, but that was a huge thing for me that you, you just nailed that one. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was pretty cool.
2: You know what, not to get too gushy, but I do think that if your intention and your desire really truly is to be of service um, and, to, and to help people, I I think somehow you get some magic from upstairs. I of agree course. with that 100%. Where, where I'm sad when I hear people, when I hear like it, certain mediums are called out as frauds and stuff, like he, I, I kind of wonder like was it their intention? Did they, were they frauds? Like, or, or uh, uh, it, is that just too out there for some people? Um, w- you know, which is why um, many people that do this have a pseudonym and things like that. Cause um, yeah. it can be, you know, a, a sort of a target for attack be- because it's mm-hmm. um, demonic or you're messing with it. And, and that is a hundred percent, not the case. Mm-hmm. Like I've got a I've got a real uh lively spiritual life. And um, you know, I've had what I feel is a direct conversation with Christ and an ayahuasca experience. And so he's you know, he's my dude. Now, I wasn't raised Christian or anything, but you know, that's how faith works. You have your own experience with the divine, and no one can take that away. And so yeah. um, I think that the, that practice of mediumship practice is more. Uh, in homage or more in reverence to the great spirit and the healing that can come through the, the intention of light um, yes so yeah i guess you know integrity where sometimes <laughs> when i'm like i'm swearing at the driver in front of me i'm like well where's your integrity now Whitney? <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny yeah, it's, but it's
0: just so true like As long as there's a good intention behind it. Like, I mean, just even like interacting with random people that you wouldn't know. And I'm not claiming I'm a psychic or anything, but sometimes just talking to someone, you just trigger something in their head. And then, like you said, they go and they figure that out or they, you just can't, you can't judge. Tell tell her
1: about the walk we had the other day, that synchronistic walk we had.
0: Uh, This is just a weird little thing. So we were sitting in the car. I
1: think it's very cool.
0: It's very cool. but like. Um, I don't even have the book up here, but we were sitting in the car and I was just talking about like how certain people in our life are just stuck in the past. And like, we just, we have to live in the moment and there is no past that doesn't exist anymore. There's no, the future doesn't really exist. It's all in the now. Right. So we're sitting, you know, in the parking lot and then we go for a walk on the rail trail that's by our house and we're walking and walking and she kept wanting to turn around. I was like, let's just go a little further. And we kept going, and we got to like, not the end of it, but an end. And there was one of those little book libraries. You know, oh, yeah. you guys have those—the little like houses yeah. that have books in them. Uh-huh. So I was like, let's just take a look and see what's in here. And I opened it up, and it was like <sighs> daily affirmations or something like. That. I, I don't men. remember the. Yeah, yeah. it's daily affirmations for men, and it's all like the dates. And I flipped to February thirteenth, and. I shit you not I'll post it on Instagram too and I'll send you a picture it was like almost verbatim like you have to live in the now don't sacrifice like time with your children to live and I was like holy shit it was
1: amazing (laughs) I mean I got teary-eyed and I was like I mean because we have deep conversations all day long I mean talk about like I I can't I mean we're just so connected it's scary sometimes
0: sickening to some people it's
1: sickening i mean we can talk and all from morning to night in the middle of the night i mean we never shut up together that's amazing that really it's like so connected but like i just was like so teary-eyed like because i couldn't believe it like that we just i felt like it was like a check you know like some type of
0: spiritual checkpoint like yeah totally you know, so yep.
2: it
1: felt like so, such confirmation and
2: mm-hmm. yeah. And you followed your intuition to keep walking a little further. Yeah. I mean, it actually sounds like a little bit something out of a movie. And then all of a sudden, there was one of those cute little libraries that just popped out of nowhere. Yeah. It was so. like
1: such a cute, like, experience. Like the whole thing, it was It's a, like, I have to say, it was like out of a movie.
0: Right. It sounds fake, we, but I was like, is this like a, that's why I say like a checkpoint, like almost like just, yep okay that happened now mm-hmm. and it, it's oh, okay. like
1: but i was like holding what crystal that i have that day
0: the um, green one green adventuring and i something. was like
1: holding my crystal i was like looking it was a beautiful sunny day and i'm watching gleam and he's picking rocks on the way you know walking down the trail and you know we're just talking about everything under the sun and then i kept looking at the clock and i was like i had we had to go back because i i gotta get work done and he's like right. no let's just keep going so it was like this confirmation like no You need to just and enjoy what we're doing in the moment right now. You don't have to get home to to do anything. You don't need to get home to to work right now.
2: That's the irony in it too, right? The reason you wanted to turn around was to not be living in this moment. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Very profound very profound lesson it
1: was and then we met somebody on the on the trail too and she was really cool a really cool yeah. older lady with her little dog and we we sat on the bench on the way back and we i was just like let's sit down i have something in my shoe in my hike in my boot and i took my boot off and i and then all of a sudden this older woman walked down from wow. behind the path with her little dog figgy which is adorable and she i was like oh he's so cute and she you know he's so friendly can i pet him and he came of course and then she just was like uh, it was like an immediate connection with her too
0: yeah and she like it, it was so weird too cuz she grew up or she lived like right near the town i grew up into and it's just like we're you know
1: she's an artist yeah and she moved here because you know she likes the um small like kind of old-fashioned community that we have here and it's artsy and there's a lot of different kinds of people and you know we're just talking to her and I was thinking my god like if I didn't stop because I had this pebble in my shoe and you're you know and now you have a new friend
2: yeah Yeah, exactly what are we doing here if we're not doing that (laughs) <laughs> right. making new friends i know the so synchronicities just really...
0: are just like off the chart and that's a lot
2: of syncs yeah
0: so anyone listening just follow that like mm-hmm. that story might not mean anything to anyone else but for us it was like very important in that moment so it's like when you have those moments just go with them just let it keep just let the magic yep. flow really let
2: yeah. it unfold. Mm-hmm.
1: right and don't sure. resist like my resistance It's so funny because usually it's the opposite too. I'm Mm. always like the one that kind of wants to keep going. I'm usually the stick in the mud. (laughs) Yeah, and um, not not that day. Yeah, and I was. It was really cool. Absolutely. Another thing we found in these. We've been looking in these little book houses lately and we've been I'll bet you
2: are. <laughs> books.
1: Yeah, especially after that. But before that, a couple of days before that, we found a book that was really intriguing to us. It was like a book on like
0: we found like four books on or two books on herbalism. Herbalism. And, and just wow. randomly put in there. So I'm like, all right.
1: And we're so interested in that. And so we found one at the one. And then that same time when he found this, we found another book on it. A beautiful book. And you know what,
2: um, with that, my first, Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like
0: old medieval art on herbalism and all the different.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's look at that. (laughs) Yeah. So my first thought is there's somebody else out there that's very connected and is paying it forward and somehow thinking, Oh, wow. Somebody picked up my bitch and herb book. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You know, because of their synchronicities and their desire to pay it forward so that's Isn't really that cool? cool there's some energy flowing
1: there that's is it. for sure so i don't know it was just an awesome experience and it's so small but it's like really appreciating those moments like we'll never forget that silly little walk mm-hmm. but it really was you know yeah yeah i oh, so, love that yeah. <laughs> amazing
0: so whitney do you have any closing words or words of wisdom for the audience
2: Gosh, I feel like we just spilled some pretty <laughs> wisdom on that. I would agree. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the, like, um, when you read any of the great writers and stuff, isn't that ultimately when you get through the antagonist and the protagonist and, you know, the, all the best writers ultimately come to that conclusion that now is the moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You know, like Joyce and Melville and, you know, like, all these great writers, it's it, it, it truly, like you said, Nico, the past doesn't exist, the future never comes, you know, it is now. So um that's why I love these conversations so much. It's like they the conversation itself raises your frequency to like an altered state. You yes. know, I've been kind of noticing that with them. It's like, like you click off and okay, goodbye, and then you're like, oh. <laughs> There's just like these like-minded people. And, and, you know, I have to also say when I listen to conversations like this podcasts, then it's, uh, um, uplifting. And, um, so anyway, uh, I guess that's the words of wisdom is like, stay right here, right here, right now. Yeah. Um, that's
1: great. yeah I know, And I know what you're saying, cause it has helped me heal so much from mm-hmm. trauma and things i've been through the past couple of years like being like his co-host and talking to people and just it's really been like a- amazing for me you know yeah, yeah. because you're I mean, right it, it does raise your frequency and it just does. yeah
2: yeah the i mean the next step beyond that is really is like meditation and deep meditation Mm because you can't be anywhere but here now Mm -hmm. and um moving through learning that process it's uh somehow more now than now in a weird Mm -hmm. way when there's no distractions and it's like everything is quiet and calm and um you know so that's why it is powerful and you know people have always said you know what's so what's the key? Oh it's meditation well it's because you're here now right now doing nothing else not even thinking right. so yeah so i think that's a
1: great way to end it yeah yeah
0: I so yeah everyone go sign up for whitney's class everybody seriously but more <laughs> the more the merrier.
2: yeah yes. we'll keep it light too it's mm-hmm. fun you have that yes. if you go in with that uh mindset then um it just flows yep you go into to anything with that mindset and it flows right mm-hmm.
1: exactly right. and then right. you're so surprised like how much fun you've had you know it's yeah it's, it's a great attitude to have for sure
2: yeah, yeah.
0: all right so we're great signing off for now <laughs> thank you Whitney
2: thank you Whitney thank you, oh so wonderful thank you